1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Anyway, let's welcome this woman on. We talked to her last week as we headed into the U.S. Open. Now, halfway through it, lots of stories. That happened last week, but what's coming up next is still worthy of our worthy of bringing her back here and talking about that. I want to welcome Karen Pasena from Tennis Panorama again back on the show. And we say to you, Happy Labor Day to you and your husband.
2: Happy Labor Day <laughs> to you guys too. We're all working.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all working. Some of us just on radio, some of us on TV How and radio. That? How about that now? Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah!
0: Live on TV from my desk in the media center. <laughs> She's she, she gonna be like not taking our calls. I know, saying, I know you what know it means. She's gonna that. say, hey, "I got, I got to work you guys I, I'm, in." I'm busy. I, I was with so and so. Oh please, MSNBC <laughs> called me. A, hey, I do so. Anyway, Karen. All right, let's 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 recap what we saw, and uh, before we get into what we're going to see, but uh, this past week they acknowledgment and the love of of everything Serena uh if you had to capsulize it what what are your thoughts on it looking back
2: well um i mean so much outpouring of of you know of love for her from the play, from players from a lot of famous people and um also, you know, in a way, I kind of feel for the woman who beat her on Friday night, and that's mm-hmm. Isla Kamyanovich from Australia, because even she said in her, her um, I guess, last news conference, it's like, you know, I'm the villain forever because I beat Serena in her last match. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Serena, you know, and Serena, this being her, her last tournament that we know of anyway, um Boosted U.S. Open ticket sales. They oh, sure. they had record record numbers of people attending this this U.S. Open, especially the, the days when she was playing. But even on the days she wasn't playing, they've set such attendance records with her. It's it's a combination of Serena and the fact that you know. With the the pandemic and everything, uh, the last year's U.S. Open, of course, there were fans who had to be vaxed, uh, and uh, well, I guess there weren't as many. But this year, oh my goodness, it's just it's just crazy how crowded it has been, and Serena it really has a lot to do with it.
3: Yeah, and Karen, I got to tell you, people I've talked to here in Atlanta, he says, "I'm going to that next year. I'm going." You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, they 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 they've seen it and 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 maybe looked at it in a different way. Uh, because of what's been happening there this past week, and uh, you know they want to go and, and and check it out, folks. We are spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Karen Pastina, Tennis Panorama News. She is social. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Tennis News TPN at Tennis News um, You have had a remarkable two weeks. Uh, how would you put your two weeks into it? Because you've been there to witness so many things. This is a uh, it's always a historic event. This is a particularly historic event and you just happen to you, you're out there just about every day
2: uh yeah I, i've been there pretty much every day <laughs> except for part of one but uh yeah i mean like i said record crowds and crazy fun matches and uh you know lots of of, of you know history being made and one of those folks that became making some history is coco goff she made her she's reached her first quarter at the US Open at 18. And it would be kind of funny you have Serena going out and Coco maybe coming in and winning the major herself. We'll see. Yeah.
0: You don't um, want to put that kind of pressure good... on her though.
2: Yeah, you don't. Know, you know, but I think you know, I think she's mentally ready. I mean, her match she had yesterday, um she kind of battled back from being down in each set and she was Almost doing the the matumbo with the finger wag. Nah. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It, it was like no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. I didn't think she. I don't think she realized. You know, a lot of people looked at that finger wag like that, but she was just doing it, saying, you know, no, no, no. I'm not losing. I'm coming back. Yep. So you know, yeah.
3: You, do you feel like she kind of flew below the radar a little bit with all the attention on Serena? You think that's what's kind of good for her? Yeah, I thought about that, right? Yeah, she probably
2: did, but she probably didn't mind. I mean, yeah. better to have all the focus on Serena than her. Um, but I think she's kind of used to the focus now. And after this U.S. Open, there'll be more focus on her than ever. Absol- uh, I, and especially happens to win the thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. She's got a shot. she got a shot at this. She really does.
0: Uh, Karen Pastana joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Of course, you can uh, read Karen, Tennis Panorama. I think the best thing, besides Serena, that has happened so far this week, and I don't see it happening into this following week, is that nobody has mentioned the Joker. This is like when Mickelson missed that golf tournament after winning it the year before this year. It was all about what the other golfers were doing. I think it was Tiger came back and walked uh, one of the mm-hmm. one of the matches. But the point is... He was not mentioned at all, and yet it's, this was such it was such a deal going into Australia. The French actually he played the French. We know that, but his stance has has sort of carried into that tournament. But this this tournament, we it's like the guy is is injured or something. We haven't heard his name at all all week long. Are you surprised?
2: <laughs> um, you know, I guess I am not surprised only because there have been so many other things to focus on. Um, Of course, Serena being here for the last time, but also the fact that the U.S. Open is kind of open for fans because of, you know, going through a pandemic and all that. So so many fans have come out, and the fans in their own way are a story, going back to even the qualifying tournament. I, I mean, they've come out in droves, and... You know, not necessarily people who are just diehard tennis fans, but people who just want to see what it's all about.
0: I know you want to jump in here on Sam, but i, I got to ask you. And Axel, I'll ask the both of you this. Do you think that whether it's the tennis fans or the people on the periphery who, who come under the tent when they have the majors, realize and understand what they're watching when they look at Rafael Nadal right now and what he could possibly do? Because I think... That maybe not equal to, but is as much of a story as Serena exiting during this particular u s open what do you guys think?
2: I think diehard tennis fans realize I mean what Nadal is doing, and of course he always you know he he was nursing an injury kind of coming into the summer yeah, and everything, right so the fact that he's here doing what he's doing. Is something else because he's essentially playing with pain, even though he doesn't show it or talk about it. And he he could be he could be winning his twenty third major tied with I Serena. Mean, that's just yeah, just yeah. They'd be tied. I mean, think about that.
3: <laughs> that's that's remarkable. Of course, he's got uh, Francis Tiafoe is coming up with him today. Who took a little took a little exception to somebody asking him about Nick Kyrgios yesterday. I think that's the other back story of this tournament. As Nick Curios has put it together, um, somebody got in his ear and said, hey, man, yeah, you're a character, but you also have the talent to also be a champion, and he's playing like it. Mm -hmm. And this tournament is extra wide open after last night. He knocks off the number one seed and did it like a walk through the park. Talk about this dude and and what what you expect may may happen going Mm -hmm. forward with him.
2: Nick Kyrios, yeah, knocking out number one and the defending champion. But, uh, yeah, Nick uh, Nick Kyrios, he's playing really well. I mean, I think for him he's got to con- concentrate. He's got to – if his head is in it, he can win it. Oh, I just rhymed. I didn't realize that. There <laughs> but, you go now. But, Karen,
3: but Karen, yeah, Karen if his head in is in it, I, I
2: yeah. think he can, he can take this title. But, um and all you know, I. But he's got to keep his mental focus. I think he has the talent to do so many things, but it's all about his mental focus. I I really believe that. And uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, that that's it for me in terms of, of curios. But yeah, and he he loves he's like being a showman. So, you know, if he can do his showtime kind of stuff but keep his head in the matches, he should be able to do well.
3: Yeah, and it's been welcome to see uh, him do that, you know, combine those things. And in a place like New York, uh, when you get the crowd behind you and the crowd has, has really taking the liking to him there, and that's, that's the other thing. If you get there and you play that tournament and the New York crowd gets behind you, that's always something special. And they seem to have taking a liking to him.
2: Yes, the, yes, definitely. The, the, I'd say, oh, the, the grass majority of the stadium last night was pulling for him. And, yeah, and the crowd can lift you. you know the the crowd can lift you. what do they you know they call the some basketball teams you know that call the audience the sixth man. Well, I guess you could call the the audience in the u s open and if they can lift you up the the second person behind you lifting you up so
0: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. In for John and Hugh on this Labor Day morning. Talk to Karen Pastena. All right, we've covered all the stories that happened last week. We talked about what we could possibly see this week. Do you know what has been on my mind? And I don't know why I've been feeling sort of melancholy about it, because this person doesn't need any sympathy from anybody. But sort of kind of over here on on, 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 on the back burner is – Woman, I'm wondering about what's going to happen next with her. Where are we going to see her? And that's Venus Williams, who is acknowledged. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, what becomes of Venus now? Who, by the way, you can say, started this whole thing.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. When she played her first pro match at 14. Um, Yeah, I mean, she has been silent about what her plans are. I I mean, as far as I know, she's continuing to play and... There hasn't been since she lost early, there hasn't been a time to actually ask her, Are you gonna still play? Are you where are you playing and, and all that. But yeah, well, I guess we'll know if we see her at a tournament soon. Right. But she has been silent about
3: this. You know what though? You know and what, if though, she Kim? were gonna
2: retire, she would say something. Yes, you she would have thought that both Serena and Venus would retire at the same time. But, you know, looks like she's still playing.
3: Uh she's still playing and I think she's a viable doubles partner for someone and I think that's the thing that she's really? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know she's for, great for, at for, it, yeah. for the right but person, and it's and mixed, yes. Mm-hmm. She, uh, so she can mm-hmm. still show up at majors and contend and win those. And re- remember. Martina Navratilova did that for years. That's
0: true. She did, yeah. So,
3: I mean, that's that's not, you know, something that we haven't seen before. Maybe Sloan Stevens. Maybe, yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. Maybe yeah, uh, Madison yeah. Keys. Maybe. Yeah, you Martina know. played until, doubles until
2: she was 50, I think. Yeah. So, you know, hey. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that might be what she has in mind, just to stay in it, just enough to, to do that. You rack up some more titles, make some more history.
0: But, th- again, yeah, they don't true. need it. We ain't got to have a telethon for these ladies.
3: Uh, no, we they, don't. They will be fine.
0: <laughs> Listen, Karen, I don't know when we're going to talk to you again. But I, I really want to hammer this home because you're going to be talking to those people within the tennis world, and I want you to pass this on for, for, for me and Sam, okay, because you went, the three of us have talked about this. When the discussion comes up again about what folks think, of course they're going to make the ultimate decision, what Serena or the Williams sisters should do as far as a lasting tribute to them, don't have, it atta- don't have them attach it to the Billie Jean King, Arthur Ashe Center out there in New York and Queens. Build that facility in L.A., if not right there in Compton, put it right next to SoFi and where the new forum is going to come up and have a standalone facility, which you know that the money could come in to make something special with their names on it, and you can have events there other than just, you know, uh, tennis. Obviously, you can have, you know, concerts and what have you, but making sure that there is some type of academy to it, tennis academy attached to that Mm -hmm. facility. That's my want for them as a lasting tribute. And um, yeah. I think you agreed with me on that. Have it in L.A. Because Sam brought up something I had n- no idea about. There's no major tennis stop in Los Angeles. Not
2: anymore. The I know. And city. there
0: used to be tournaments.
2: There used to be tournaments there. Yeah. And over the past, I want to say, more than 10 years now, there hasn't really been any. I mean, no. the only tournaments in California... Uh, Indian Wells and um, up in Northern California, Stanford for the yep. women. Yep, you
0: know, yep. That's where it should be. That's just that's my two cents, and and um, you know, from my mouth to God's ears, and hopefully it'll happen. But I'm sure they will make the ultimate decision about you know where their name and likeness and all of that stuff ends up. But boy, that'd be the perfect place for it. You talking about jobs coming there? Yep. That whole area, building that whole area up, Karen. Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful yes. second week, and as always, we thank you. We we've got to talk to her before the Australian comes back around.
3: Oh yeah, we're we'll talking. We got we'll about some in. other stuff. We we'll right? check in with her. All right, congratulations. <laughs> She's not too busy doing TV.
0: Doing TV and, 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 and putting her son in position to get the Masters. I mean, she yeah, got, there you yeah, go. Yeah, she got education and, and TV on her mind. Karen Pistana, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> listen, as always, we can't thank you enough. Thank for you. Getting up and, and just enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy